Tales from the Tavern was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. I'm Commander Shepard, and Tales from the Tavern is my favorite stream on Twitch. from the tavern episode 101 <laughs> because we had episode 100 three weeks ago um i am very excited to have all of these lovely people with me tonight um we are going to go around we're going to do some introductions and then we're going to talk a little bit about the fundraiser that we're doing tonight as well so first things first let's let everybody tell us a little about who they all are because we've got some familiar faces and some not quite so familiar faces so Big bees, we're gonna start with you. <laughs> well, hot damn! Ah, uh, I was totally ready and wasn't spamming everybody's Discord that I've ever been a part of to let them know to come here. At least wasn't you doing didn't that say pass. at all. Because every other time I start with you, you always are like pass. No, I wouldn't. Come on, Luna, I wouldn't do that. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> what is ever? What is up, everybody? I am Big Bees, your friendly neighborhood harbinger of hype. Now with sixty percent more gluten. Um, <laughs> you can find me all over the place. Uh, I'm loud. I am hype. I do lots of things, and I'm ready to get down on the get down with this uh, wing thing here. So, whoop! it's gonna be so fun. Uh, bees, I'm super excited. This makes season premiere number three out of four yeah. seasons that you've been on. Yeah, yeah. So, and the other one, the other one, I was lost in another dimension. So I do apologize about that it's again. It's true. But, uh, he was stuck in Ravenloft for that one. So, yeah. So yeah. I know now. Next time I get another email from Shredish Gear Frog in it, <laughs> not to uh, reply to it because it's just it's it's a trap. It's spam. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming to hang out, bees. Uh, Always a pleasure. JB, tell us a little about you. Welcome to Tales from the Tavern. Hi, everybody. I'm JB. Most of you know me as Drop the Die on the internet, and thanks for having me. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I am a full-time tabletop writer, editor, layout artist, director, and producer, and I do most of my stuff on DMs Guild, but... This year, I'm going to be focusing on releasing my own tabletop games. So stay tuned for all of that goodness. That is very exciting. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more and uh, talk TTRPG with you. Lissa. Hello, lovely. Tell us a little about you. My name is Lissa. 
or Lisa, or whatever you'd like to call me. Um, I am a freelance filmmaker, and uh, I do a lot of D&D uh, for funsies, and uh, I stream on Twitch uh, at Lisa Lisa. Um, I I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to have you. I'm not excited to be, like, dying, but, so, like, this is a great introduction, because it's just going to be me going, like, <laughs> Right? I know. Me too. It's okay. Time, we can but... we can sob over our hot sauce together. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and sitting directly to, uh, to the, what's, what side are you on? The, I don't even know. Um, Look, I know. Reaching across the globe to, spin, to stick into Lisa's, uh, uh, stop it, cat. Uh, little screen over there is David Tilstra himself. Hello. Hi. Hi. That's it. I mean, you got it. That was the introduction. It's yeah. Fun. Just David Tilstra himself. <laughs> he doesn't need anything Dunzo. else. Uh, but for those of you who don't know. Hi, everybody. My name is David Tilstra. I'm the dungeon master for uh, the D&D. I always get this wrong. D&D actual play 5e campaign quest for Atlantis. We post uh, episodes every other Monday. We're on our 74th episode right now. That's I think. very good. And stuff when, happening. Thank you. I was doing when, really uh, well getting caught up. I was only like 12 episodes behind, and now I'm like 20 episodes behind. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I understand there are a lot of amazing, amazing shows out there, and, and there's not a lot of time in the day, so I will never feel bad if someone... Like, people are always like, I'm so sorry, I'm so behind. I'm like, no, dude, it, you have a life. <laughs> You're totally fine. Uh, but when we're not doing the podcast, we stream over on Twitch at From Afar Podcast. We do uh, playthrough streams on every Wednesday and then just sort of variety streams every other Friday. Uh, and we're, I'm sort of all over the place with a lot of D&D stuff. I'm going to do some stuff with Waffles Maple Syrup coming up. Got some stuff with Alchemy RPG coming up. Uh, got some voiceover stuff coming up. So yeah, just keep a, keep an ear out, an eye out. And uh, you can find me at David Tilstra all over the place. But mostly, I'm just excited to be here with the best crew and the spiciest sauces for tonight. <laughs> we did dig up the spiciest sauces, that is for sure. Um, well, thanks for coming back and, uh, and for coming all the way back from Mexico just to hang out with us tonight. <laughs> It was, you have no idea how much of a driving force it was to, to help me. I don't want to say escape the country. <laughs> was, uh, he was fleeing was, the Mexican cartel. It was, it, was a lot, it, was, it was just a lot of wildness that happened. And, and you know what? We're here. We're making it happen. Yeah, making it happen. <laughs> awesome. And as you can see in the very last frame, we have two beautiful people. Uh, Wolfie, who everybody knows, uh, is one of the moderators here on my channel. And joining us for the first time is Mara, who is going to be eating enough hot sauce for the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little about yourselves, guys. <laughs> hey, everybody. I am 2012 Wolf's Blood or Wolf's Blood 2012, depending on where you're going to find me at. I do have one announcement for tonight, though, and I am seriously disappointed over this i am not actually eating any hot sauce tonight and that sucks so i got to go meet the parents yesterday and uh or i'm sorry friday and apparently the wonderful gift that they decided to share with me upon meeting the parents for the first time was a wonderful gastrointestinal virus 
And so yesterday I got to spend the entire day being babied, pampered, and taken care of by the lovely Mara. So I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you. But I can't risk putting hot sauce into my system at this point because I have to get on bling tomorrow and TSA will flag me for bioweaponry if I do. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that what he needs to do is after he gets uh, gets back he needs to video himself eating all of the hot sauces and then i will air it during one of the intermissions so we That's will get him, will we will this. get him on video doing this and what i will also do is i will grab my bottle of uh last dab triple x which is about double as hot as anything that we've got on the table for tonight and put that in the lineup as well oh. as a i apologize for not being there doing this together are good man gotta stay healthy it's true. Mara, tell us a little about you. I'm Mara. Um, I'm Worldview's girlfriend. I'm <laughs> <laughs> RPGs. I'm more of a dancer. Um, you can find me at Mara Moonstone on Instagram if you dare. Um, 18 plus. <laughs> That's okay. This whole channel is 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the sauce. I'm taking the heat for this guy. Quite literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all so much. I'm very excited to get the chance to uh, to dive in um, to talking TTRPGs and also our hot sauces. But before we do that, a um, couple of things that I want to go over. So this is, for the most part, going to work like a typical Tales from the Tavern. I'm sorry, my cat keeps reaching over trying to steal my chicken, and I keep having to, like, grab her paw so she'll stop. Um <laughs> So for the most part, this will work like a typical Tales from the Tavern, which means that we are still taking questions from chat. So please feel free to drop any of your TTRPG questions into chat and we will answer them uh, as we as we go through, um, you know, through the evening. And uh, if you have a thousand channel points, uh, we do have the Ask My Question Next feature, which will bump your um, question up to the next one in the queue. We have three of those available for the evening. So uh, if you're concerned about us not having time to get to your question you can go ahead and use that if you've been around for a little while otherwise um we are also doing a fundraiser for world central kitchen so i have a thing that i want to read really quick and then i have a quick video well i say quick it's like three minutes um a video that i would like to show you all uh, about world central kitchen and a little about what they do so um exclamation point donate to get the donation link um our goal is 500 dollars. we are uh 20 in we are starting the night with a 20 dollars donation so um so please uh feel free to contribute uh early and often and um and uh i'm gonna go ahead and read this uh this little um blurb about world central kitchen for the last 11 years, World Central Kitchen has used the power of food to nourish communities and strengthen economies through times of crisis and beyond. When disaster strikes, World Central Kitchen's chef relief team mobilizes to the front lines with the urgency of now to start cooking and provide meals to people in need. WCK's resilience work advances human and environmental health offers access to professional culinary training, creates jobs, and improves food security for the people we serve. Through volcanic eruptions, hurricanes, explosions, humanitarian crises, and the COVID-19 pandemic, WCK has provided tens of millions of fresh, nourishing meals for impacted communities. A donation to this campaign would go a long way to support communities with dignity and hope in their time of greatest need. As powerfully stated by the WCK founder, Chef Jose Andres, wherever there's a fight so hungry people may eat, we will be there. We must be there. 
please consider supporting the fundraiser or sharing our page to raise support among your network as well. We're looking forward to seeing what we're able to accomplish. So there's that. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and show you this video real quick that just talks a little about what they do and, uh, and we will be back after that. There is a whole bunch of chefs, restaurants, hundreds of them, thousands of people that they believe they can be joining the fight. But this time, the fight is through food. Day two, I had positions in every border. Find the kitchens, and you'll find somebody in the kitchen that wants to join the simple idea of feeding others. Chefs are built to be in battle every single night. The restaurant is doing 50 meals, you empower them to do 500. All of a sudden we create this amazing army of goodness, reaching almost 300,000 meals a day. The World Central Kitchen's work in Ukraine is focused on three main areas. The first is refugees. We began on the outside borders of Ukraine, Romania, Moldova, Hungary, Slovakia. In Poland, we have an amazing team that's cooking out of our own kitchen. This is their home, it's all they know, so it's terrifying to have to leave the country, go to where you don't know the language. Second, we've activated more than 350 kitchens in Ukraine across 100 cities and towns to get food to Ukrainians that remain in places that don't have access to food. Many people are scared, they're remaining in their homes, they're in basements. We bring in hot meals so that people who haven't had access to food in weeks have something to eat right away. And we're also building grocery kits that feed a family for three to four days. As Russian troops have left certain areas in the north, we're really focusing our efforts on bringing food to those extremely hard hit areas as soon as they are safe to do so. Roads are not safe because of mines. There's no grocery stores, of course, so they have no access to anything. Third, World Central Kitchen is transporting food all across Ukraine via truck, via train, millions of pounds of food. And this food is going directly into the communities that can cook for themselves. We have warehouses all over Ukraine stockpiling goods in different areas. So depending on the direction the war may take, we have something that can get to different areas. One humble plate food at a time is taking care of the elderly, the children, the women, the hungry, people in the bunkers, people in the bus station, in the train stations, people waiting in the border for days at a time. Channeling every dollar all across a regional local economy and in the process lifting up people. Longer tables, no throwing bombs. All of a sudden food becomes hope. We're gonna win because nobody's gonna be breaking our spirits. Helps if I unmute myself. All right, so that's a little bit about World Central Kitchen. Um, as you can see, they've been focusing a lot on the Ukraine. Um, so this fundraiser is part of the uh, Meals for Displaced Ukrainians. However, World Central Kitchen in and of itself helps with all kinds of um, relief efforts, uh, whether that's uh, natural disasters, war, 
um, anything like that, any place where people are displaced and need access to food um, is where is where they can uh, can help out. So, um, yeah. So let's 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 dive into it. Um, Wolf's blood. Should we get started with a hot sauce right away, or should we start talking TTRPGs first? No, I think we should get started off with our hot sauces. And <laughs> first off, I do believe that we will start out pretty mild. It's one of my favorite sauces. It goes great on eggs. It goes great on sandwiches. It goes great on your fingernails if you just need to chew on them once in a while. It is the pick a pepper sauce from Jamaica. It is a wonderful blend of spices and uh, is sure to set off whatever it is that you're about to eat. <laughs> awesome. Let's uh, slap this on here. And <laughs> all right. Whoa! Um, exclamation point hot. If anybody is ever interested in any of the hot sauces we are trying tonight, uh, you can access a list right there of all of the sauces, along with a link to order them from Amazon. So um, you can you can play along at home, but not tonight because they won't get oh, there that fast crazy. unless you have like super uber Amazon delivery. This one has no heat. If Luna starts crying on this one, I'm going to be super disappointed. <laughs> no, that one's good. Oh, it's delicious. I love pickup pepper sauce. It tastes kind of like um, like a spicy Worcestershire mm. sauce. Yes. Mm. And... <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That one's going to stay in my regular arsenal. What's blood? I thought this was gonna be spicy. This is just delicious. Stop. Right? That's you're, so you're, good. You are going. You are <laughs> here to kill you. Time, David. That's amazing. I. This is so good. Wow, JB, up, you put a very thorough, succinct description in the chat. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I like that one. Okay. All I'm right. Also a coffee snob, so don't get me started. It's all good. <laughs> no, I like it. Um, David Staghorn would like to know if you're eating chicken nuggets. I stag. No, that I got. I got myself a big old bowl of Beyond chicken, oh, Beyond chicken nuggets that I crisped up in my roommate's air fryer. And I don't think he's watching that because I did not ask him if I could use his air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, uh, let's let's start talking TTRPGs. So, um, first question just came in from Everyday Superheroes. Uh, question. Do either streaming or playing or DMing TTRPGs contribute to other areas of creativity? Absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, at first and foremost, am a screenwriter. Uh, so a filmmaker, and I do a lot of, like, what I am focusing on in film is screenwriting and editing. Um, and one of the reasons I personally started doing a podcast was to practice like directing and storytelling and improv storytelling and just sort of working with a group instead of just being like locked in my room on final draft being like, and this character says this thing and that's the only way this movie's ever gonna be. <laughs> um, so just from like a, for me, just from like a story standpoint, DMing, playing, any sort of TTRPG, any sort of group storytelling, I think contributes to so much to any like, any sort of other storytelling medium you'd ever want to do personally. That's, that's just me. Um, I'm going to interrupt for just a second. Uh, I want to shout out that we are already up to $140 raised. So thank you very much to Jason Campbell for a $20 donation, Anonymous for an $80 donation, Anonymous for a $20 donation, DH for a $20 donation. Thank you all very much. Super appreciate it. Thanks. 
dollar in on. Real quick, JB, did I just spy you drinking the sauce? Yeah. That's amazing! <laughs> yeah, I'm over here I like, figured, I'm gonna have a little more of that pick a pepper sauce. I figured, uh, I figured I'd go deep. I've already tried all of them, uh, just because of my own curiosity. Like, they're sitting on the counter for a week. I couldn't help right? it. Right, I know. Mine were yeah. on my dining room table for a week. Sorry, not to, not to derail. Yeah, Julian just said, I love how you all are still digging into the hot sauce. I wonder how long that'll last. <laughs> not long, right? If the last 34 years are an indicator, all night for me. So it's fun. <laughs> I love oh, it. Nah. Um, so anybody else uh, want to dive into that question uh, about sure. if streaming, playing, contributing to other areas of creativity? Uh, yeah, I'll say it definitely does. Um, uh, playing uh, Aether and Steamworks with uh, Ty, Lot Even Star, RF Chaos in chat. Um, actually, one of the the first like big campaign I was in with him Um it inspired me to get back into pixel art and I made a whole, uh, I made this like pixel art scene of our cast and it was amazing. I loved it. So yeah, it definitely playing these games, being in these games, uh, with all these amazing DMS in any, regardless of the, the system we're using all it definitely inspires me to just like want to drop everything and just do pixel art on that stuff. Um, I, because I, I like long-term goal, when I do have, when I'm not in school, um, will be to like watch, you know, the games that I'm a part of, I want to make like a little comic or a little cartoon, a little animation of either the best parts of the episodes or just like a little chronological thing of, of every campaign I've been in with the art, with my pixel art. And, you know, it's, it's, I want to start on it now, but I got, all sorts of stuff in the way so only thing i can do at the moment is just do a little doodle here and there and it definitely uh it definitely does kick up that that muse that spark if you will great i think piggybacking off of that uh when i was in college was the first time that i played a tabletop game and i found my love for writing i transitioned from computer programming into writing and english literature about the same time that I found tabletop games. And one of the things that I noticed almost immediately, and I'm sure that David will probably agree here, is that when you have to put on different hats each week for different characters, different sessions, different group dynamics, different settings, it, it stretches out how you can imagine a character representing themselves and representing the world, right? So anywhere you need to do that, video games, television, writing, poetry, even your day-to-day -day life, like interacting with friends, other people. A lot of people that gravitate towards tabletop games don't have a great social upbringing. Uh, it's just part of it. We find release in the fact that we get to be somebody else for a few hours and not worry about ourselves. Every time you do that, you can see a little bit better who you are as you do it, right? I've known so many people that started playing tabletop games and then they matured as people and grew as people. And I liked them a whole lot better when <laughs> they finally stopped overthinking themselves and realizing they're just one part of a collective of people and all of us are making it up as we go. So I think that tabletop's one of the best things you can do for creativity. It's beautiful. And tabletop even goes into, like with my job, where as an instructional designer, 
big thing that we do is try to modify the behaviors of our learners so that they will do the right thing at the right time. And being a GM and having to deal with players that never do the right thing at the right time <laughs> definitely helps in a real-world scenario because you realize, you know, you're trying to do thing A. Let me think about what these folks that are going to be seeing that will actually do with it because your players never do what you expect them to do with the thing. And uh, yeah, our, my entire department is actually moving towards... Uh, that behavior-focused training, and a lot of what is going into my training for them comes from TTRPGs. I think that... How can, oh, sorry. Go for it, Jamie. How can I more clearly show this door is not booby trap? <laughs> <laughs> I promise each and every one of you it's not. Mm, we're going to make more checks. <laughs> it's not trapped. I'm still going to roll for it. <laughs> I promise. See, I was going to open it, but then you said you promised, so that has to mean there's at least 12 traps. <laughs> that will kill us instantly, so I'm sorry. Checking the ceiling to see if any of the rocks are loose. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love when players think that they've they've stumped you as a as a GM. They're like I I figured out your trap, and you're just like this is just a door. Uh, but now it's a trap. So yeah, let's design this trap together as we go through. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's a regular door. It's a regular door. I'm gonna spend the last three spell slots I have to make sure yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. Famous. Uh, okay. <laughs> when I ran Curse of Strahd for my previous group when I still lived in Mississippi, we were towards the end of the campaign. They spent four and a half hours over two sessions going down a hallway in the Amber Temple. And eventually I put the DM screen down. I leaned forward and I said, hello, there's nothing in this hallway. <laughs> I, I really need you to help me progress. I'm moving. We have to do this quickly. <laughs> I will trust you today. So it's always fun, like, how to communicate, how to figure out those those triggers for people, what makes them suspicious, so that later on you know to push that button if there's something behind the door they should be scared of. It's it's great learning. Yeah, I think that kind of goes off with what, what Wolf, was just, Wolf was just saying. I think uh, experiencing improv and experiencing TTRPGs, you don't just learn how to be creative when it comes to storytelling. Like you learn how to deal with people, you learn how to deal with a change, like a constantly changing situation. Not just like, not like, all right, here's a video game. I've I've collected all the stars and I'm I've beaten the boss, and it's like like a linear thing. Like with a with the TTRPGs and like a, the group when you're being creative, you learn how how to work in a group dynamic, and you learn how to just like exist as a group. And I think that's such an important thing for people to, to learn because I know it's very easy for us to sit behind our computer screens and type things and, and be like, okay, I know it all. But then as soon as you start interacting with someone, like like players in a D&D game, they're never going to react the way you think they're going to. So, like, learning how to deal with that on the fly, I think, is just an, another form of creativity, which I think is awesome for people to learn in the TTRPG space and outside of it, too. And the problem with video games, life is more than just dialogue choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The top one isn't always the right one. <laughs> it's not oh. always the nice answer. Oh, it's, not, it's the right one, like, most of the time, <laughs> though. Of the time. <laughs> I, you want to do a chaos run? Only pick the top. 
I think Jennifer too, though, um, kind of to what you were just saying, David, in, uh, I think that's a lot why you see TTRPGs being used more in schools and in therapy and, you know, and things like that because there's such an application for learning how to function in a group, how to be part of a group, how to think outside the box, how to, um, you know, overcome a difficult situation, but in a way that doesn't have a real world impact. You know, um, if you try and fail and try and fail and try and fail, it you can still keep trying because it's not going to impact, you know, the kid's grade or the kid whatever, you know, so it just helps, helps them, you know, be more able to um, develop that skill. And, and yeah. develop things like critical thinking and, and all of that stuff, too. Well, even, even like, what, sorry, no, this is still the first question. We've only done one hot sauce, but even, like, what JV was saying, it, it, it critical thinking, yes, of course, but also, like, social, like, it mm -hmm. gives you a chance to experiment socially and just, like, oh, like, I don't necessarily like who I am in the real world, but let me try this shoe on, and then you can learn to grow and, and push mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, it's unusual. No one likes my rogue that's really selfish and loud. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? So they may have never thought it like it's a joke, but they may have yeah. never thought about it before. Yeah. And that little that little lens to look through changes yeah. a person. Well, there's, yeah, there's just so so many little bits of empathy you can get from just picking. Like I I, I play a lot of offline games with my roommates, and and there's a joke with me and my one, one me and one of my roommates. He always plays a variant human paladin. And I'm just like, dude, like, just just try something else, like, just any anything else, like, just just to try it. And we're, we're running an Avernus campaign, and he's playing a Tiefling now, and he's like, it's just so interesting how like, like, it just feels different. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. Like, that's. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah exactly. I feel like it's, he's it's, the most like lawful neutral person <laughs> you'll ever meet. Like everything is black and white. Like there's there is no in between for him. So mm. like anytime there's like some little color in his life, he's like. What? <laughs> oh my Why? god! Doesn't happen to be a like, friend of mine that I went to college with that is exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah, yeah happens. I have a friend that um, you know I've known him for like twenty years, and it's it's the same kind of thing. Every time he plays, he's a half elf, but he's not actually a half elf. He wants to be like one sixteenth elf. So like he wants to look human, but have all of the benefits of being a half elf. No. So, yeah, so it's just one of those things that uh, uh, you're not on the camera. Slightly. <laughs> was slightly. You were on there, but they can't see you in chat. Hello. So. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, busy. Uh, that's, that's my daughter, and that was Daisy. <laughs> daughter, hello, Daisy. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's super funny when you know, you get somebody who's, who's just like that. Like, they, like, oh my God, this is so different. And it's like, you literally changed one thing. So <laughs> no, yeah. there's, there's so much to it. So much more to it than like, don't get me wrong. I love combat and I love the puzzles and all this stuff, but there's the game has, the games have so much to offer. And it's, yeah. it's very, very cool. Yeah. You could almost say that the games have so much flavor to them. Much like <laughs> Frank's red hot. hot sauce. Yeah. Yes! Well done. Right. This is one All of right, the most popular in North America. It is a table side requirement many places you go. It does not 
pack a whole lot of heat. Let's get some more on there for you, honey. How's that? And just in case anyone was wondering, I put this shit on everything. Yeah. Ah, Frank's is so good. (laughs) Pour it up, pour it up. Yeah, no, I'm from the, back from sort of the south, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama area, Frank's, it's... If you go to a restaurant that doesn't have Franks, you just leave that restaurant. You're like, yeah, nope. you pretty much just don't eat there. Mm-hmm. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Is that what you're saying? Nope. Exactly. I love I mean, you Franks. Have but I just spilled it on my light pink skirt. Oh and wow. no! That's the one place you don't want Franks red hot. Yeah, not on your light pink <laughs> skirt. On your. But uh, wait, now, now wouldn't they be hot pink? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Said that. No. Which one of you? That, thank you so much. Mara's a real one. <laughs> thank you so much. You it. It's dripping in the in the sauciness in of the France. sauce. My cats are like, what is going on? <laughs> I, was, I was glad you put Franks on the list, Wolfs, because like, I feel like Tabasco, Franks, and like Crystal are all kind of the same level, and Frank's has by far the most the flavor. Best yeah. Oh, yeah, the I put, best taste. I put Frank's on, I put that shit on spaghetti, on <laughs> any meat that comes uh, onto my, my, my plate. Uh, mm. do, do you put it on your Frank's? On, on, the, on your hot sauce? Do you put hot sauce on your hot sauce? Oh, Don't play with me. I've mixed multiple of them together. You play it. Julian says, uh, uh, Big B's is dressed properly in the red shirt. You won't be able to see the, uh, um, where'd it go? Uh, you won't be yeah. able to see his battle wounds. <laughs> I wore a tank top because it's about to be hot. Honestly, <laughs> I'm regretting not wearing a tank top. This is this, this was a mistake. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I, I didn't do it intentionally. I've been in this tank top all day, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> thing I'm surprised about, because we're trying to think of what would be a great uh, hot sauce to represent North America, because, of course, North America has all the hot sauces. Especially this recent surge in everybody and their brother having a hot sauce. It was like, all right, what represents the U.S. best? And so my first thought would be, all right, so let's go with the highest by volume. Who sells the most hot sauces in the U.S. and Canada by volume each year? Real quick, anybody want to take a stab at it? Fire sauce from Taco Bell. Tabasco. Although delicious, Dave, uh, David, not that one, not Tabasco, surprisingly they enough. For free. They give it to you for the free. That's the only reason. That's true. So I would have probably guessed know? Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana yeah. hot sauce is amazing, but no. I'm going to say Frank's Red Hot because that's what we're yeah, talking that, about. That's the only one I, I would guess is Frank's. It is not Frank's Red Hot hot sauce. Is it, is it uh, Cholula? Is that what I mean? Ooh, It Cholula. is not Cholula, although I love Cholula. It's, 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 it's really like Heinz or something, isn't it? Sriracha. Oh, sriracha. Oh, sriracha. Oh, sriracha. That is. We forgot bomb. about the millennial generation. <laughs> oh, sriracha oh, by man. volume now is the uh, number one selling hot sauce in the U.S. I was I was shocked. Oh, I have a sriracha shirt. Oh. Ooh, Nando's. I love Nando's. Yeah. Fa- yeah, I was about to say the Facts Box Nando's is amazing, but I feel like it's not really as much a, an American thing. I feel like mm. you go to like Europe countries, yeah, they are all about Europe Nando's. Countries. They will live and breathe Nando's, but I feel like here, I'll say like Nando's to somebody, and they're like, "I don't know what that is." I'm like, "Well, you're missing yeah, out." I've, <laughs> I've never heard of Nando's never in my life. Tomato. 
All right. Well, then we will move. We will take this opportunity to move on to the next question from chat, which is from Staghorn. 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 Uh, and David would like to know: You can have one creature out of the monster manual as a pet. What do you pick, and why isn't it a mind flayer? <laughs> Uh, why is it a mind flare or why, why is, is it a why is it not a mind flare? <laughs> Dude, mind flayers are the best. Kind of yeah. Are the best. Gorgon, hundred percent. Final oh. answer. Because I know there's one in there that I saw. Hmm. Wait, actually, now that I think about it, I think the one that I want doesn't actually exist in like official D and D. Oh, what is it? Do you do you know? Um, I'm pretty sure it was like this little. Uh, one of my friends sent it to me. Because they were like, ooh, this is this is very you. And it was like some sort of like, almost like a little plant ferret thing, I think. And oh! I was like, yeah, oh! oh my god, I can't I... remember what it's called, but it's adorable. It's so cute. And I'm just like, that, because uh, honestly, I feel like if I were to be able to choose to be somebody in my life that is like in real life, uh, that is not myself. Um, it would probably be somebody with a similar personality to Fern from EXU. <laughs> like, so cute, little bimbo, will kill you, um, is a giant lady, because that's all I really want is to be a giant woman. You know, I want to be able to be very cute, but also crush my enemies in body and soul. Uh, you know, so I crush your like enemies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, I mean, you like, know. my enemies and those who ask... You know? Yeah, there you go. That's that's <laughs> that's what you know. Yeah. <laughs> enemy and the enemies and those who give consent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Consensual crushing is fine. My enemies and those who pay. <laughs> <laughs> I have been known in one of my group chats with my friends as Magic Mommy. So well, that, there you go. That one shot. <laughs> yeah, one shot yeah, yeah. Where I did play a character that was basically Fern. So. Um, if I if I could have Stag to answer your question, if there was like a little pygmy mind flare, probably get oh, one, of, one of them. Like a little pokeball, and be like, "Yo, hey, like a halfling mind flare." Yeah, Maybe. or um, I can never remember what they're called. Monodrones or modrons? Modron. Modron. That's. I think those little little metal Mike Wazowskis. Those things are so cute. Oh my Just gosh. Like, little yeah. metal Mike Wazowski. Metal Mike Wazowski. Oh, scary. I so. Part of me is like, I have to say dragon, because dragons are kind of my thing. But, um, I also might say a flump. Flump? Yep. Oh, flump? Oh, yep. yeah. Those are the best. Because they're just super fun. They're is just that... so adorable. Right? It's just a giant, it's adorable. literally, who, who here has watched Chowder, the show? Because if, if anyone has seen Chowder, um... Oh my god, what is his name? I can't remember. The little fart cloud that's Chowder's <laughs> pet. That's what a flump is, except kimchi. for super uh yeah, kimchi. Except kimchi. super intelligent and just super nice. I love it. Tiny baby. I love just little the all the Yeah. They're just little fart clouds. Isn't that how they move? Yeah, that's how I was gonna say that's how they move. They just <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll sneak up on him. You, no, you you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> See now, all right. Taraska just uh, just got put into chat, okay. and I'm down with that. Except I want the teacup version. Oh I God. want teacup a six-inch tall Tarask that would run around with me, and, and that would be it. And 
but we're going to call it the Terra Squeak. The Terra Squeak. That's perfect. Well, so I've been sitting here for the last 30 seconds trying to figure out what a cute little name for a small terrasse could be, and you you got it. That was that, that was, was the perfect. one. Perfect. Okay, we're, I'm going to have the ter- Terra Squeak. That, that that's going to be a yep. Uh, is Patrick here? Can we get can we get that drawn? I would say right? uh, if I had to choose one. It would probably be uh, Nothic. Ooh. Yeah. It's just... Why? <laughs> because! <laughs> Nothic's what... three-foot eyeball dude yeah. trying to read your mind all day? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I would learn Undercommon so that I could communicate with it. But, but for anyone that doesn't know what a Nothic is, a Nothic is a sorcerer that uh, fucked around and found out. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, they, it's it. They it's like a curse that's put on them that turns them into this like seven, eight foot tall, like weird, like a murloc almost, yeah. with one eyeball that can only speak and understand and read under common, uh, and can't d- cast any kind of spells, but has like true sight and uh, has an ability to where they can just stare at you and melt the skin from your bones. Like just look at somebody the wrong way and turn them into you know jello, or you know pudding, and they're I I would love to have one of those things just because you know you walking around the dungeon like hey uh, anything here trapped and they just look around and they're like eh, 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 eh. Oh, wait, all right any secret passages eh. just, oh, okay cool. I feel like also that's just like the ultimate scary dog privilege. Like yeah. you don't have oh, yeah. to worry about anyone coming to you ever again mm. because you're like, yeah. oh, you really wanna you wanna mess with me? Yeah, like Did somebody's guarding a treasure and they're like, you will never pass me. But I take care of them, and all of a sudden, just ah! It's all fun and games until you wake up to the sound of that giant eye blinking. <laughs> 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 That's fine. I, just, I have a little spray bottle next to the bed. I just is. Are you a little dry? Like clear eyes? And it's, <laughs> it's like windshield wipe it. Like a high so rise one. Are for. I just spray. Like you okay, little buddy? I put some aloe in it. Is that all right? Is that better? See, you're talking about taking this thing down in the dungeon with you. I'm thinking about it during rush hour traffic on I-24. Uh, well, hello. I just. Somebody's in the way, you know, try and see if I can use that eye against somebody's car. <laughs> that, Just melt like that car. They're stuck. Way. Move on over and past them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better than ways, and you know. Better than ways. <laughs> Who needs ways when you have a face-melting pet, you know? Exactly. Like, Waze has that little ghost, and it's like, ah, I don't need that little ghost. I have my own little ghost. Oh, yeah, you're right. blowing me off? Here, check this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I would definitely use it against, like, those insane uh, road rage people that are like, how dare you do the speed limit and drive uh, normally? Go f- yourself. I'd be like, oh, man. Hey, come here. Come here. You're right. You're right. Here, look. And just put my little Nothic up there, and it's just, ah. Yeah. Imagine, like, you know, like, sometimes you're driving in the freeway and you're like, dang, this traffic sucks. Then you see a dog's head, like, out of the car in front of you. You're like, oh, life just got good again. Yes! Like, yes. I think you're like, life is, life is still terrible. Life, life is still worse. Good. <laughs> you're like, oh, this traffic is bad. I hate my life. Everything sucks. And you see a little Nothic poke its head out. And you're like, you know what? 
everything's pretty cool. I don't even, you know, what? I'll get to work when I get to work. It is fine. Don't look forward. It is okay. Honestly, it's a good reality check. Just like... Midwest miniature guy just said, but if you're riding a Tarrasque, you don't have to worry about traffic. True. Even a mini Tarrasque. I like that we've spent all this time thinking about what would happen if we were in traffic when Luna has a great point of like, why would you be in traffic? Like uh, to be fair, I can't do shit with my Nothic about traffic. Everyone else would have Nothics. This <laughs> <laughs> everyone's getting melted on the freeway. It happens all the all the time. It is the, the worst time. game of laser tag ever. <laughs> I don't think I'd want. I don't think I'd want one. But um, I'd want one. I just I found out. I just got a mini of oh, this guy. It's a, a night night walker. Yeah. Night walker. These things are freaking terrifying. They like. You, they, you can't kill them, basically. They exist off, like, bad dreams. And, like, they're, they're just... This... I just, I, I'm just i going to paint this in a second. Not, not In a couple of days. In a but, second. But, uh, I just oh, go ahead. It. Go ahead and paint it. All right. Yeah, right, yeah. 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 Can I paint hot it with some hot sauce? sauce? Yeah, me, uh... hot sauce painting. Midwest miniature oh, guys here, so he can give you some uh, some uh, pointers on that while we're on the stream. I will say, every time I post something on, on Twitter and, and Midwest miniature guy... To comments, it's, it literally takes it from like a C minus up to like an A plus. Like, <laughs> all the like, oh, try this. And I'm like, oh, I did. It's. I, I got a quick question. What is the name? I'm trying to think because because a, a close second would be this. It's a slime, but uh, or like a gelatinous cube, but it can cast spells. It's like Obelix cube. Thank you. That's what it is. Yeah. Obelix. Obelix. Ublex, Uberdoo, Yeah, one of those. Like, uh, like, like, it's the one that can make a person and puppet it around. And yeah, move. yeah. Ublex is like just you know it, what happens if you take this gelatinous cube and this level twenty wizard and go. Ah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you all just need know. to know, you can't see it, she's right out of shot, but one of my cats is laying on my arm right now and keeps not quite as stealthily trying to steal my chicken. <laughs> so the Ublex sounds nearly as scary as anything you're going to find in Australia, including Bunster's Hot Sauce. <laughs> well done. I like it, I like it. Perfect transition. So Sadly good. enough, the mail screwed up and didn't give me my Bunster, so I, I will. Uh, I'm sad for that. I'm a sad panda. Um, so while we are all uh, uh, doing this, um, oh, as I dump it all over my food. Um, okay, well, I guess I'm having it on, on two of my chicken nuggets. Um, we have an ask my question next from Vertrox Nightblood, who would like to know what was the most chaotic adventure or one shot you have played in, and what made it chaotic. That's a great question. Very good question. While you guys are eating, I will uh, take this one. Um, I was in a one shot with uh, Nerdly Nerdly Gaming, and. Uh, I think it was because it was like an off week or something, or we just finished a campaign getting ready to start another, but it was just a quick dungeon crawl. And uh, it was, I, I played a very paranoid um, Earth Genasi mage or sorcerer. And um, yeah, I was just running around, and every single time uh, 
the DM brought in a new character, if it was like he brought in a, a goblin, it's like we were in the middle of a dungeon and there were a pile of bones and all of a sudden and we saw something shift and move and looked over and it was a goblin. I was like, fire. I was like, fireball. Ah! And I killed him. And he was like, he was supposed to deliver information. I was like, then one, why'd you have him jump out at us? Two, why is he a goblin? All right. I don't know. You, that, that seems like danger zone to me. So then, like, he brought out another NPC, and I shot them immediately, too. And then uh, most of the people that have seen me on uh, Tales know this next story about we went into a, a room where there were... It was just a giant ball pit, but all the balls exploded. Ooh. And there were, like, creatures swimming around in the balls. And uh, there were. he was like, all right, so what do you do? And I was like, well, uh, they explode, right, when you hit them? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, uh, guys, you should leave the room. And everybody was like, oh, okay. And they walked away. And I was like, I, I cast Fireball. And he was like, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I was like, yeah, I cast Fireball. He was like, you you know they explode, right? I was like, yeah, that's kind of the point. If there's something in there, I blow up the balls. The balls blow it up. Problem solved. And he just, I, I've never seen someone so defeated. And he just went, all right, fine, so then he just takes a pencil and just just erases most of the dungeon. And he was like, yeah, because you hit that one, it hit the ones next to it, it hit the ones next to it, hit the ones next to it, and caused a massive chasm in this dungeon. So now you can't get to the other side and whatever may have uh, led there. But yes, the creature that was swimming around in the balls is dead. And I was like, hooray! <laughs> Incredible. That was the very first stream I ever <laughs> saw these on. And from that point forward, I was like, that 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 dude right there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I think mine was probably actually one of the most recent, uh, like, not like at home D&D sessions. Uh, I was in a sort of like one shot that was turned into a few episodes with um, <clears throat> with a guy who does uh, YouTube content, Table Talk Jocks. He's very cool. All the people I did it with was were very cool. Uh, and it was called Goblins, 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 Goblins. So I'm sure you can guess it was incredibly chaotic. All of us were goblins. We all decided that we were going to have just like the worst accents ever, like sort of like a very, very badly done, like Brooklyn, New York sort of thing going on, which by the way, I don't do accents very well, if at all. So it was, it was, I mean, it was a fun time for me. I don't know that it was fun time, like for anybody else listening to me, but uh, we started out literally this start of the journey is we're being hired on by this giant dragon. Like who of our players were just not in real life, but as the characters, completely blasted, just had been, like, downing martinis or something like that. So two of them are completely drunk, singing and dancing to music that's not happening because the set at the club was no longer playing. And me just there sitting back encouraging them instead of trying to stop them. And the other one just, like, eating furiously while the dragon is trying to tell us what to do. And that kind of set the tone for the entire thing. We killed many things we were not supposed to. Uh, we let things live that were not supposed to live. We, it was just the entire time, everything that I feel like our DM wanted us to do, we just were like, 
Yeah, we could, but we're not gonna because we're goblins. <laughs> so uh, it, that was probably all in all, probably the most chaotic thing I've been in, where it's just all of us actively were like, let's be the worst. Let's like actively just try and be the worst we possibly can. And it was very fun. <laughs> I would do it again. So similarly, I played uh, a couple of one shots for Pathfinder called We Be Goblins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And so similarly, we were all goblins. Uh, we all, some of us better than others, not, I was definitely not, a, I am not an accent person either. So, um, but yeah, we had one person who was, I, I, it must be like the thing for goblins to have like Brooklyn accents. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so they are, oh my god, my cat just stole the oh, entire like the plate of my chicken. Um, <laughs> literally, she just grabbed it and went, whoop! Um, uh, yeah, and so, same kind of thing, like, we were just, like, like, we were more focused on people's cows than anything else, and, <laughs> again, all the stuff that the DM wanted us to do, we did the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. The goblin. Goblin, definitely. It is your, it's your duty as a goblin it's to true. not do things you're supposed to. Yeah. To completely disregard orders. It's absolutely true. I think, uh, I can't decide if I, for, I feel like I've talked about this before for most chaotic one shots, and I think I've mentioned before the, the, uh, Bangamans, Bangamans oh extravagant. Oh god! I talk about that but all the time. It's one of my, it, that, that is one of the, my most favorite one shots I've ever played in. Yes. And Luna, Luna, my little brother, and I were all a pizza, a mafia, mafia pizza Italian, like Pizza the Hut, like alien space creature. It it did. I don't even really know how, but it it was wild. But I think, I think just because like Nick was posting about it the other day, um, the one shot that me, Shannon, and Patch and Nick did for pro literacy. Yeah. Where we all did like one of the donation incentives was to was to change your accents. Like people, people were just like. Like cursing, like we were just like rolling through oh, accents. I remember and, that. I saw that one. And like then Patch like lost power like halfway through, but then like a second like later he came on. He's like, I'm on my phone. He had like a lamp next to him. And it was just like, like it was like real world chaotic and also like in game chaotic. Cause I think we ended it with like, like I think like I, I like dimension door up in the sky turned into a whale, crushed the bad guy, and accidentally killed Patch and turned him into a dwarf while Shannon blew off like a giant trash bomb. We were supposed to save this town, and we, we, we didn't. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of not saving that happened. Um, but it was that 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 one was that was really fun just to play with those those people and like change accents and patch. This, like there was like a wild storm going on, but he was like not giving up. He's like, I'm just gonna keep playing. <laughs> it was that was really cool. Shout out to Ty, Roll for Chaos out there, yep. and Aetherin Steamworks, because Chaos oh. is part of the game. Yep. And <clears throat> when I'm playing a Baji, which is, you know, Space Goblin, and has absolutely no care about anyone except for himself, <laughs> he gets parked into a corner, getting surrounded by two guards, and I'm sorry, three guards and one of the BBEGs, and he just says, you know what? Fuck it, I'm throwing a grenade, or I'm throwing this bomb on top of here, 
and hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to charge it with all the chaos I can possibly charge it with. Yep. And that part of the space station did go away because it was blasted through with giant tree-sized number two pencils. Makes it was sense. amazing. <laughs> I feel like, like, yeah, Ty is, in my opinion, one of the one of the bester DMs out there because of that exact thing. Like, because chaos is such a big part of his games. Yep. But like, if if you're just watching for the first time watching Ty, you'd be like, oh, he has this scripted out. Because like it like he just rolls with it like so well like there's just like like yeah spaceships blowing up and alien forces coming out of like the the ether works and he's still just like yeah it's okay roll roll six of these roll four and you're just like how do you how are you like in control of the situation right, right now? I know yeah he's a madman mm. I, I mean to, to hop on the tie train again real quick uh uh he created a a class the Brewster class for his mm. system. And I was like, yeah, I'll try it out. So I made a little uh, turtle man, an old turtle man who was a Brewster and batshit crazy. And the first session I got to play as him, uh, like 30 minutes later, I was, I, I was, I could, uh, no, one of the characters could only speak in slang because I hit him with a potion and that was a side effect. And I had woolly mammoth teeth, or no, saber tooth tiger teeth. Uh, one hand was an eldritch whip. Um, I was covered in hair, and we were all kind of just swimming in, like, a meat mountain as we were fighting, just because of all the, like, hectic shit that went on. It was, it was just, like, like, an acid trip of a game. It was fantastic. Because, like, each potion that you make has, you know, intended side effects. And so before he uh, went through and, 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 like, you know, before he nerfed it, I could just stack on effects. So I was just launching potions everywhere, like, come on! Ah! <laughs> and it was, yeah, it, it it went tits up real quick. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Um, I guess my favorite one I actually DM'd. I don't know, has anyone here played Everyone is John? No, mm. but I've heard of it. Okay. So, obvious <laughs> content warning. Content warning mentions of uh, mental illness but it's very vague and it's an older game and it's uh, about you playing voices in john's head so each character john has no personality no drive no nothing he's just a puppet and everyone gambles their dice to see who gets control of john and normally it's like you know they suggest you wake up in an alley somewhere and you want to get home and everyone has their own crazy drive they're trying to do like pet a cat or uh, jump into a pool full of marbles like it's all (laughs) kind of out there stuff but instead I plucked them up and dropped them into a game that I based off of Invader Zim actually and I had them in the Milwaukee Maple Madness Parade and Festival and when they woke up they were in a dark coffin and when they sprung free of the coffin it was actually inside of a pancake mobile and they were wearing a pancake suit. And this little kid was stuck to them with syrup. It's screaming and syrup was coming out of his mouth. And all of them were like, what? What the hell is happening? What is this game? What did you say? That's so it's amazing. like one of them wanted to fist fight Gandhi, I think. Like you're supposed to make it outlandish where you could never ever do it in your real life. They're like, I want to fist fight Gandhi. So then they had a reason to go and find Gandhi who was in the city to protest the Maple Madness Day Parade. Like all that weird stuff and they're running over 
like themselves with a truck because they need it to unlock their next like little mission. It was all absurd, but I think that cranking up those one or two page games like that and just going to 11, you can do so, so much with it because the rules don't exist. Mm. You just break them all immediately and no one knows what's going to happen. That's so, right. <clears throat> I feel like for those kind of games, like you got to have, or, or your crew has to learn really quickly, like exactly what you're talking about. Like the rules don't exist slash all the rules are broken. <laughs> like, like, and, and but if if everyone can jump on that same page, it is, it's just a hoot. It's just like, here we it go. was great. Uh, I, I had to apologize for months to my friend Ford because he like, <laughs> almost passed out. I just would not oh. stop making jokes. He was like sobbing and trying to get out of the room, and he couldn't quite make it. So yeah. good, but it was all great. That's at the end of the day. That's what we do. All this is those. Fantastic memories with the friends. Just I can't even focus or breathe right now because of this. I'm trying to fist fight Gandhi as a waffle man. <laughs> you know what make those waffles even tastier? Oh God! Mina, Harissa, a Moroccan favorite, and something that goes deliciously well with this conversation. Can you start this time? Oh God. So you know what? This actually would. I think this would go good on like waffles. This actually, yeah, if you had like some chicken and waffles with this, right? That would be pretty dank. It's got. It's got like a. Where's this? Where's this one from? Wolves. This is Moroccan. Moroccan. I said this sounds like there's like some some fancy spices in there. Um. Yeah. yeah. That was also pretty. Little warm. Good. No, it's not. So are, are we getting to the heat now? Oh, do you want more? Yeah. No, good. I don't think we're getting too far into the heat yet. No. Feel like Somebody the, the just button. asked me for seconds here, so what you guys there's just saw there was requested, not required. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little bit of heat on the on the back end of that. There's like a little a bit of heat on the back end of it, but yeah, it's good. That's, That's a tasty though. one. That would you also guys haven't known the heat on the back end until tomorrow. Yeah, on the back end. I have this glass of milk here. I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I feel like a little kid. Don't say that. I'm so ready. Wolves. Hurt me, wolves. I think when we come back from break, we will be breaking into the second half of the lineup, which is still wonderful flavor, but I think we're going to crank it up a little bit. And uh, I think we're going to go over yeah. 9,000 by the end. Give me that heat. If, if we do get a uh, reasonable amount of donations in... Oh, yeah, uh, we do have a bonus sauce at the end that is guaranteed to send our entire panel screaming <laughs> to Antarctica to pull themselves off. It's pretty true. exciting. It's true. How, how are we doing? Because I can't see. Oh, it's called. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's one of those sauces that I say tastes like gasoline, and it's just made to be hot. So <laughs> it'll be fun if we all have to try it. Where to get them? Not that one. Oh, good. The only, the only, My dad uh, really likes waiver signing house houses. Yeah, no, waiver. this was not a waiver signing one, but it's definitely up there. I, I got a hot sauce once called Blair's 3 a.m. Reserve, and I had to sign a waiver for that one. That one, I, we can talk, we can talk about that later. I, let's get back to the back to the questies. Well, actually, we're gonna take a quick break because we <laughs> have already finished the first hour. Um, so if oh. we haven't uh, gotten to your question yet, because I know there's at least one that we haven't gotten to yet, um, we will get to it. Um. We will get to it after the break. Uh, I would like to take <laughs> I would like to take a minute. Um, I'm going to show the video that I showed at the start again for anybody who is not familiar with World Central Kitchen. Um, 
so that you can see what they're all about and who we're raising money for. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure B said like the more donations we get, the more hot sauce we eat. So I think that's how this works. Um, yeah. Yeah, something like that. We're, we'll go with it. Um, and and wait, bees! Didn't you say something about like if we make two million dollars, you would drink the uh, the whole bottle of the super hot one that we have? <laughs> Second I like, that. I like that he's staying mute right now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't muted there. I've been talking this whole time, just like ignore me. He has a dick. And then I was like, oh no, it's just I'm muted like an idiot. Okay. No. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's million with a B. So yeah, <laughs> million with a B. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if we if we raise that much, I'll put some in my eyes. Like, oh, so Jesus. Whatever. Yeah. If that ends yeah. up happening, we are not streaming that because I'm pretty sure that would get me taken off Twitch. <laughs> yeah, maybe, just maybe. I'll get behind the screen. That way you there have you go. There you go. Fair enough. Okay. Take a silhouette. All right. We're I mean, to be fair, there's no guarantee that it'll happen though. So somebody needs to, he needs to go into a separate call so somebody can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, will be back right after the break. Uh, we will see you in just a couple of minutes. There is a whole bunch of chefs, restaurants, hundreds mm. of them, thousands mm. of people mm. that oh, they gosh. believe they can be joining the fight. But this time <laughs> the fight is through food. Day two. I've had positions in every border. Find the kitchens, and you'll find somebody in the kitchen that wants to join the simple idea of feeding others. Chefs are built to be in battle every single night. The restaurant is doing 50 meals, you empower them to do 500. All of a sudden, we create this amazing army of goodness, reaching almost 300,000 meals a day. World Central Kitchen's work in Ukraine is focused on three main areas. The first is refugees. We began on the outside borders of Ukraine, Romania, Moldova, Hungary, Slovakia. In Poland, we have an amazing team that's cooking out of our own kitchen. This is their home, it's all they know, so it's terrifying to have to leave the country, go to where you don't know the language. Second, we've activated more than 350 kitchens in Ukraine across 100 cities and towns to get food to Ukrainians that remain in places that don't have access to food. Many people are scared. They're remaining in their homes. They're in basements. We bring in hot meals so that people who haven't had access to food in weeks have something to eat right away. And we're also building grocery kits that feed a family for three to four days. As Russian troops have left certain areas in the north, we're really focusing our efforts on bringing food to those extremely hard hit areas as soon as they are safe to do so. Roads are not safe because of mines. There's no grocery stores, of course, so they have no access to anything. Third, World Central Kitchen is transporting food all across Ukraine via truck, via train, millions of pounds of food. And this food is going directly into the communities that can cook for themselves. We have warehouses all over Ukraine stockpiling goods in different areas. So depending on the direction the war may take, we have something that can get to different areas. 
one humble plate of food at a time is taking care of the elderly, to the children, the women, the hungry, people in the bunkers, people in the bus station, in the train stations, people waiting in the border for days at a time. Channeling every dollar all across a regional local economy and in the process lifting up people. Longer tables, no throwing bombs. All of a sudden food becomes hope. We're gonna win because nobody's gonna be breaking our spirits. All right, we are back from our break. Hope you all are having a lovely uh, evening. I know we are having a lot of fun. We are ready to dive into our second round of hot sauces. Um, I don't know. Should we just should we just dive into the next one, Wolf's Blood? Oh, I think this is definitely one for diving into, as it is a wonderful chili paste. You know it as sandball. You may also know it as one of the greatest ingredients to almost any Southeast Asian dish. And uh, is one of those flavors that a lot of folks just don't know what actually it is, but they know it's missing when it's not there. Oh, are you just going to dip on me? Yeah. Just, just get that in this there. This one, you yep. can almost, like, smell it. Like, you can almost smell oh. when it's hot. <laughs> it, the, my, uh, my parents um, grew up in uh, Indonesia for a while, and so we used to have a lot of this stuff. I don't think this is from Indonesia, but we used to have a lot of this. Uh-oh. We're getting the first wince. We do have safety squints going on right now, live on camera. First yeah. set of safety yeah. squints have been engaged. Right here. No way. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm tearing up thinking, a little bit. I'm thinking she likes the flavor, but the heat's kicking in. Luna, how you doing over there? I don't see any safety squints. Not squinting. I feel it a little in my eyes, but we're not quite squinting yet. <laughs> I'm seeing some extra blinks over on that side. Yeah. Definitely reaching for the milk now. David is just but... drinking the sauce at this point, so... 
I dipped so much of it in and then put it oh. directly on the entirety of my tongue. I don't know. Like, you know. My whole tongue is just like. I don't know if chat can see, but there's like actual like chili seeds. Yeah. And stuff. And this one's. Like, I think if. Look. I don't know. I'll try to. This one's, this, yeah. The, the, the heat's on this one. Like she chunky. Yeah. She chunk. That's a chunky yeah. one. It's chunk. It's good stuff. It's good I'm stuff. It's delicious. It is good. It is good. But oh. Yeah, that is not one that I would use regularly, though. Oh, you Julian know what? says you that I. That Julian says I stick that in ramen or pho. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. yes, absolutely. Tablespoon into that and let it dilute out into the entire dish, or it can stir fry. Oh, it's good. Honestly, just some really nice like rice, a little bit of kimchi, mm -hmm. and egg. Yep. I do with warn that, you, dear friends and viewers, do not put it in a skillet by itself. <laughs> it will run everyone out of your house. Don't do it. I'm still mad at my roommate about that. <laughs> I'm just going to render it down a little bit. Yeah. He says also goes great in scrambled eggs with spinach. Ooh. So and, far. And uh, so Bad Duck says, yeah, I put that in stir fry. I don't think this, I don't think any of the ones we've had so far would be bad on eggs. No, I think all of them would go. So, so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack for one second because I got such great amusement out of this one. Um, in the in the box that the bottle of the Bunsters came in, literally one side of the box is all like this bottle contains hot. This bottle of hot sauce contains and like it has a bunch of like fruits and veggies, but the other side is literally like this is how awesome it is on your eggs. <laughs> it, they're not it lying says, it's makes, very good on eggs yeah makes eggs sensational scrambled eggs whisk into eggs before cooking deviled eggs mix two teaspoons of bunsters per per egg yolk smush oh you've already using that that's what it says it's like i have eggs every morning and i've been going back to this for like two weeks yeah it, it, that it was a good one though like i can see why it would be tasty on eggs i will say eggs. this is also probably one of the best bottles too i know but it, yeah, this stuff. I'm, I'm so excited for this stream to be done. Not because I don't want to talk to you guys, but because I'm pretty late. sure Amazon will take back. Done. Right, my feelings are hurt, David. It's okay. No, you should. You should. I'm trying to be quite hurtful. <laughs> if you at home no, are hurt as well, donate twenty dollars. <laughs> right. Yes. If David has insulted you at some point in your life, sorry. World Central Kitchen may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> no, I'm just excited to that I can now start using these with abandon. Yes, reckless abandon at that. Mm. All right, so um, we got a question that came in before the break that I want to, um, I, I think this is a great question and I think this is uh, especially given that it is Pride Month. Um, it's a very topical question. Uh, as a trans woman, I am curious about whether there are any TTRPGs out there that come from LGBTQIA plus creators or explicitly contain LGBTQIA plus elements and themes. Um, I like very, very briefly said yes, absolutely in chat. So I'm going to open it up uh, and see if you guys know of any right off the top of your head that, you know, you want to shout out. So because I just think that's a fantastic question. So. Immediately. Yeah. Hi, my name is Lisa. I'm a big old queer, so this works out great. Um, I follow this a person on Twitch that she does like regular gaming content, or they, maybe. Um, I'm gonna go with they, just in case. Uh, they do a bunch of really good uh, gaming content, but they also do D&D um, &D content. It's, I think, a six-foot-tall girl, I think, is their, like, name. The name that they go by is Smurf. 
absolutely incredible. And they did an Oops All Opals uh, D&D campaign, but, like, almost all of their stuff is, like, queer-centered and queer-based, so every time that they have... I think they actually just did, literally, like, three or four days ago, they did a... I think it was a Garfield? It was a Garfield campaign, but because they're uh, obviously very involved in the LGBTQ community, like, all of their uh, D&D content is usually, like, you know, by LGBTQ, for LGBTQ, and it's always really fun and engaging, so, and they a lot of times will look for stuff that is, like, that they can throw in there that's just, like, for us, for us that are in the leg booty community, you know, so, yeah. There you go, guys. I'll actually look for what their actual name is and drop it in a chat for, for any, if that's okay. That's for anybody like perfect. that. If, it, if you find the link, drop it in, um, like, our group chat, because uh, only Wolfsplitter I will be able to... Um, Perfect. Yeah. I will absolutely do that. Awesome. Um, so, chat also shouted out uh, Thirsty Sword Lesbians and Transplaner. Mm. So, Transplaner yes. is great. Uh, just recently, if you're looking for something to have in your hands and not enjoy third party... Action Fiction just released, and I helped do layout and editing and supplementary writing for the Chromatic Gamut for 5th edition. And it's an entire book that we just took, or I should say they just took a whole ton of LGBTQA plus writers that love D&D and told them to make something, and we put it in a book and sold it to everybody. It was a whole lot of fun to edit and put together, and it has a lot of really interesting stuff. Uh, a lot of it I don't really mesh with because I'm on the ace spectrum. So, like, I'm reading, I'm like, so is this supposed to represent this or this? <laughs> so it was a big learning curve for me, kind of uh, picking up all of the uh, all of the dynamics from all the different design aspects that were put into it. But there's a lot of fun and funny stuff, and a whole lot of people poured their heart outs in that book. So if you want to check that out, Action Fiction, Chromatic Gamut. Do you have links to that stuff? Me? No. <laughs> I'm not a professional. Like what? Things like that. Because I, mm. I, was, I was just, I was talking to Nick about that. Because I don't, just off the top of my head, I don't know a lot of th other things other than what has already been mentioned. Um, so I would love to, to experience more and learn more about that. And uh, from, from uh, content creators like that. So that'd be, that'd be awesome. Um... I am going to shout out uh, uh, Lynn Meyer, um, uh, she, they pronouns, and Lynn uh, is just, like, a really phenomenal human being and um, has worked on a lot of really cool projects. Uh, most, of, most of their stuff is available on Itch, and um, they have put a lot of stuff into, like, various bundles, uh, you know... Um, uh, I can't remember what the last one was that stop Daisy. Um, the last one was that they had things in, but uh, I know that um, they were part of the trans rights bundle that was going on um, back in March. Um, so yeah, uh, shout out, shout out to Lynn. <laughs> Let's go. Lynn. Okay. Um, 
I will say uh, I know a good. Uh, I actually I've worked with them uh, quite a bit, and and they are amazing, and they have like thousands of games out there. Um, check out. Uh, I know. I know on on uh, Twitter it's at the other Tracy, and yeah, they have uh, all the the. Damn it! What is the name of it? I swear, it's crazy what happens when you don't get sleep anymore. What? Uh, <laughs> what is this sleep you speak of? Um, yeah, what the hell is it? Iron Edda Reforged. There we go. That is an amazing game. Love that system. Yeah. Quick shout out, Corin. Thank you so much for your twenty dollar donation. Thank Let's you. Go. Twenty dollars. Is that we have to drink more hot sauce now, or are we not? <laughs> We're drinking hot sauce. Yeah, I was I was, I was waiting for Wolf to just slide it on in there all smooth like. Well, you didn't give me the opportunity there, but then again, the next one may not be so smooth to, to get to get in there. It's <laughs> This is Amarillo Aji, and this looks absolutely incredible. What is different about this one is the Aji pepper that is used in this, and uh, I God, I really wish that I was feeling up to eating this, because the smell of this one is incredible. And I, I cannot wait until I can get these home and I'm back to being my normal self. Oh, that, that may have been a bit... Um, Sorry. <laughs> Quickly, yeah. one no, more person. It's fine for me to give this to David because I'm not trying to have a third no. hot sauce incident. Yeah, we don't need another. One more hot person sauce I incident. want. I want to mention is uh, Deanna, who did the what? Neverland, the Impossible oh, yes. Island tabletop mm -hmm. game. Uh, I was like, oh, I can't oh! remember the subtext. I can't remember com what comes after Neverland, so I had to look it up. But yeah, the whole thing is just absolutely gorgeous, and it's platinum. Yeah, I think it's on its way to. I think it's on the way to Mithril bestseller, and really needs to get there. It's an excellent. Oh, it's excellent. so good. I had so even I, though it was great because my players again didn't want to do anything they were supposed to. One of my players immediately was just like, "Oh, Peter Pan, yeah, hate them, hate them, the whole time, just incredibly suspicious." And I was like, "I don't know how I'm supposed to play this game with you." being so hateful of my very obviously evil character but like dang come on <laughs> did any so of I you immediately made pan as evil as possible oh wow <laughs> do any of you have the gene that makes cilantro taste like soap no thank god no but i'm not can a you fan taste of cilantro David? yeah you can yes. I, this tastes just like nothing to me i've yeah. tried it like 10 times yeah I it taste doesn't taste like much nothing. to me either I, I cilantro definitely tastes like soap to me, and this this is. I was just curious. Yeah, this is a. This this is this is also quite good. Not as hot as I thought it was going to be, but that that one's real good. Yeah, I'm wondering oh, if it doesn't because it did, it wasn't as hot as I was expecting it to be for me either. But I'm wondering if it's because I don't taste much of it. Yeah, I mean, I really can't taste anything. I added three drops of Mad Dog three fifty seven which is 357,000 scovels to this wow. so that I could eat it on stuff and tell that I was eating it. Cause I just, I actually can't taste it at all. And I'm so curious why. Interesting. It's very mellow. It's, it's yeah. good though. It's probably the most, out of all the ones we've had so far, probably the most unique flavor. It's, it's, I, I'm trying to put my finger on it. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's an interesting chili flavor. It, what I was tasting when I tried it, it, it wasn't, there wasn't a taste more so a like, um, shit. A feeling. Like it enhanced it a little bit. Like I'm, I'm eating chicken and it, you know, I didn't really season it much. So it's just been whatever. But eating that, I was like, ooh, this is, this is good. This runs with it. I, I love it. I think I put too much of the other one on my tongue from the last one because I didn't no. I take literally I just tried to slather it on my tongue again. Nothing. I got absolutely nothing. I'm not alone. I have felt so crazy for the past couple days. This has to have a flavor. I know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that one out because yeah, I don't taste much for that one either. It's it's got a great I'm I'm gonna be one of those people for a second. It's got a great mouth feel. You can tell that it's it's really well Why made. Did you drink that like really soda? good pepper. Because it, it, no. no taste. It's kind of a kind of a pickly yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Kind of pickle. Oh, maybe like banana pepper. Maybe maybe if you take a little bit of like pickle juice, mix it with some must uh, not mustard mayonnaise. Yeah. That kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that. That's, That's what it smells like, yeah. I think. It's mm. good. But you know what that reminds me of? What? Tabletop playing games. <laughs> <laughs> what, empty and you have to put it on stuff before it's good? That doesn't yeah. work. Because <laughs> if you play a tabletop role-playing game without the table, you got to put it on the table, and then you can add a little bit of the friendly spice of friends in and then no well i lost it i lost it keep going take you it know, away Luna. that's just... why you run this show and i'm just here drinking hot sauce i thought that's all i was here to do too was just drink hot sauce but you know here we are so hot sauce and look pretty that's 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 what it is and you're doing a great job thanks um yeah all right um let's see ah there it is Ty just said, TTRPG is the spice of life. Sheesh, David. That's right. Hi, Ty. We were just talking about how cool you were. That's just it. Bat Duck, we haven't tried that one yet. Oh, Bat, Duck. He's, Bat Duck is waiting for us to try the very last one. We haven't gotten there yet. Um, all right. Ooh. Well, uh, I was going to say, we, we actually don't have any other questions from chat right now. So, oh, nice. I know. Um, so I would like to know, uh, something about the, tell me something about the last TTRPG that you played, something funny or poignant or interesting or whatever that happened. The system or like the session? Yes. Got it. <laughs> Copy that. Wait, wait, can you say the question again? I was counting hot sauces. <laughs> Uh, the question is, uh, to tell me something, doesn't matter what, uh, that happened in the, um, in the last, uh, in the last TTRPG session that we had. Or you okay. have. I'll, after JB. I'll jump in just so that I can get out of the way because me and Bees played like yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so I'm assuming Bees hasn't played since then. That's a huge assumption on my part, but... <laughs> It's interesting that my character in our masks game, a superhero tabletop game, my character is essentially hurtling into his own doom. And the whole point of the character is that my team is supposed to prevent me from using my powers too often and too much. 
That's what we kind of agreed on in our session zero. And so far, boy, it has not been that. <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been a lot of me just using him with reckless abandon and people asking me to use him to do stuff because he's so useful. And the dynamic there, I think, is super interesting and weird because last session is the first time where all of the other players were asking me to not do stuff. <laughs> they were like, I was going to ask you, don't do anything. You're fine. I'll do it myself. My character will do it. It's a very interesting dynamic to feel like everyone's trying to keep you out of the game and you're trying to get back into it. It's just so, so weird. And I would highly, highly suggest somebody do that if they ever play Masks. Play a Doomed, let everybody know you're just going to go for it and see if they can stop you. It's so fun. That would be very fun, yeah. How is that system? I never played that system. Is that, is that pretty fun? It's powered by the apocalypse, and okay. it's hit or miss for a lot of people. A 2D6 system with playbooks and moves for each of your archetypes. Kind of like your Monster of the Week. Yeah, something like that. Uh, a lot of people think that it's like too limited and limiting, but if you have the right kind of people that want to tell that kind of story and lean into those tropes, I think it works really well. I've heard good things about it. Mm -hmm. um, last time I played was about two and a half weeks ago before I went down to Mikishko. Um, and and it was uh, just, we, we, it was cool because for the, most of the time when I play now, it's only for like the podcast. I uh, play a lot of, like, one-shots and off-air stuff, too, but, like, for the most part, it's... The most consistent is the podcast. Um, and we've fallen into a, a pattern of about every two weeks we play, and then with our editing workflow, we, we're, we're sort of just, like... We don't really have a, a, a buffer when it comes to our um, our show. So uh, the last time, just to get ready for being gone in Mexico for a couple weeks, we, we did... We recorded once on Friday, and then another... Then that following Sunday... So this is the first time in a, in a long time for the show that I've had almost like less than 48 hours to prepare like based off of, because usually what I'll do is like, I have like my story planned out, but then depending on what they do, I change the story and whatnot. So this is the first time for in a very long time that I've had to do a very improv heavy uh, session, which most of our sessions turn out to be anyway. But it was it was a really cool moment of, there was a really cool moment for me as a DM because I feel like a lot of times as a DM you can get kind of lost in your power and just be like, I know everything and I run this world. But this is the first time in a while that I went into a From Afar session being a little bit afraid, like feeling like, like I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't know, like, it's one, I, I, don't know, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but like it's one thing to like, play a game with your friends and just like whatever happens happens but like once you have a show that people are listening to and responding to you're like ooh if I mess this up I don't know like there's there's like I don't know I don't know if anyone I don't know if anyone else has experienced that of just like now like the training wheels have come off and it's like I can I can mess this up now I don't know if it, it, it it's weird but what I'm trying to get at sorry this is a very long-winded start too it was there was a really cool moment of I went into it and Andy could tell I was nervous and he's like, yo, what? He's like, shut up. And I was like, I was like, what? And he's like, you're nervous. I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like, why did we start this whole thing? I'm like, cause we're just trying to like tell stories and have fun. He's like, are you, we doing that? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, then we're succeeding. He's like, you're not going to mess up. And so it was the first time in a while that a player kind of like slapped me and was just like, it's going to be okay. Like we're all here. We all trust each other. We trust you. 
like don't worry about it and it's gonna be a really awesome session and it was it was it was very fun i got a genie to come out of nowhere and almost kill my bar <laughs> which is pretty cool uh, um anyway so yeah that was just kind of a fun little like i don't want to say come to jesus moment but it's like a cool like slap in the face of my players of like it's gonna be okay like you put in too much like have fun it, it's gonna be okay so that, that was that was kind of fun yeah, don't worry. There, there, was, there was a little bit of spoilers there, but it's all right. <laughs> we good. <laughs> I think the last, <laughs> the last thing that I played was uh, I did a very short, um, non-streamed, like four-week Starfinder game with uh, Matt, uh, Dungeon Glitch Matt. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it was GM'd by Joel, um, Shadow Ace, um, and uh, Tommy Math uh, also played, and we just had a blast. <laughs> um, it was Joel's first time like learning to to GM the system, and we <laughs> we get to the very last session, and it was really like it was just meant to be like a fun, silly like get familiar with the system, let Joel get to learn how to uh, GM the system. And so we get to the end and we basically walked away from the fight with the BBEG. <laughs> we got what we came for and we were like, we were like, well, we could stay and fight this thing that will absolutely destroy us or we could just peace out. And so we chose the option of least violence and we just ran and so we get to the end and poor joel's just like okay well that's it <laughs> and we were like oops sorry <laughs> but we had a lot of fun we um we managed to capture uh a, uh an ooze like a metallic ooze that uh and, I don't even remember. I think it was called an assembly ooze and uh, we named it Uzi Oozborn. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I actually ended up, um, I won an art giveaway and had a, had a piece of art drawn of my character. And so my character was actually holding Uzi in like the container. <laughs> Uzi Oozborn. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I mean, we really just made it, very silly and had a great time playing so i would play with that group again any day last time playing was like also very good but kind of the opposite of that like very fun but all it was just either like the beginning was like pretty happy jokey and stuff like that but by the end it was just like scary and very sad oh <laughs> and like um like first of all scary part uh we uh actually both david and i uh play in it and it's with scry society so nick and oh, yeah. he is just the best human oh, yeah. and the best <laughs> oh yeah i totally forgot that was that, <laughs> that was, was so pro scary yeah it was super scary like so at, like towards the end we, we were like going through this like really creepy bog we had been fighting all of these things and stuff it's like terrible. that and we're trying to like get out of this bog and all of a sudden, these, like, broken, like, marionette-type things are, like, on all fours, like, chasing us. And, like, we had been fighting, a bunch of people were hurt, and, like, I was at a point where, like, my character is uh, a Goliath monk. 
who joined the party late and just like her, her whole thing is kind of just like uh she's a medic she has a uh, way of mercy so it's just all about helping and friendship because that's i just <clears throat> like people helping in friendship uh so i was just kind of like big nope big nope we're not doing this so i like grabbed like just scooped all of them and was like we're running we're leaving i'm not doing this so we're all like running trying to get away um actually some stuff happened to his character that was wild and he almost like fell off of this I'm giant lion and him. died to the marionette people and my character was like absolutely not that's not happening but the whole time all of us were being told like basically kind of our biggest fears were being whispered into our head as Oof. we're trying to get away from like this horde of broken marionette beings um and basically like my character the entire time was just kind of being told like at least one of your companions will die and you will not be able to do anything about it you cannot save them all you will not be able to succeed and just like we all kind of like got out of it finally and it was kind of like you know if you've ever seen that scene of rick and morty where they're just like you know they finally get out of that thing and one of them is throwing up and the I'm other one is just cursing it's just like i was not in control of the situation <laughs> at all it's just like and that's kind of how all of us were. Like, all of us were <laughs> not okay. And, like, honestly, we're, I think our next game is this coming Thursday. This Thursday yeah. And I, like, my the mindset of my character right now is just, like, so, like, she stopped talking at the end. Like, as soon as we got out of danger, she did not speak a word. And she probably won't for a while because she's just, like, super, super not okay. And just, like, it was very intense very fun still because you know it's D, so like fun times but also it was like wow you really i was like nick you really put out the stops this time <laughs> you said yeah as you're as you look back at this giant bog and the fog and stuff like that you see these giant creepy hands that end up being the things that are controlling the puppets slowly slink back into the bog and i was like bro i'm gonna dream about this for days <laughs> i'm horrified for days but it was very good, but also very scary yeah. and sad. <laughs> really and the question really becomes, though, will everyone make it out alive after trying? Something brought up earlier on stream, Nando's! <laughs> Nando's! Nando's! Hang on, then, Nando. That one's real water. Be careful. This is one often tasted in the U.S. This is very much a European sauce. That has a huge following. So good. And it is... I oh got I get the Nando's Mild, personally, is but... That medium? Medium. Oh, yeah. wow. Is that more hot or less hot? Oh. Did we show the bottle of this one? Yep. Guys, so... This is, this is the Nando's. Like, so nice, right? I'm gonna try something new with this one, <laughs> chat. I've been going sauce up to the roof of the mouth we're gonna go sauce down on the tongue that's uh, what i've been doing sauce down on the tongue that one's got a little bit of heat to it it does have a little bit of heat having that one be the one i try first as sauce down oh well that's that's good i was Ooh, hearing surprise. that and i'm still gonna do sauce down because i hate myself sauce down the first time i tried it i was surprised at how uh, vinegary and citrusy like 
really bright and yeah. explosive. Yeah, it's all very of its citrusy. Are. Mm. It's got it's that really bright, sweet taste of like a yellow bell pepper, but yes. it's got the spice of a chili. It's definitely very bright and kind of vibrant. I don't know if okay. refreshing is the right word. But, but it kind of is in a way? kind of is. It's good. A very clear taste to it. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. all right? Everyone's like, yeah, totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> it's all good. I'll be fine. It's no, like, it it's, it's really good. And then it's just kind of like, wow, good taste. It's hot. Wow, this is really good. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's got some spice to it. It's yeah. got some spice, but like some good spice. It will overpower <gasps> any condiment you put Incredible. in it. Incredible. So don't bother I doing that. I broke my stool because I'm fat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your table's too Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I super broke my stool. So we'd like to uh, change the charity over to the uh, surgery fund to get that <laughs> chair. <laughs> to get that chair removed from David's anus. I don't even... If our sacrifice was worthy to you, consider donating $20. That's an asking fat situation, you know? He's just got too much junk in the trunk. If you like junk in the trunk, donate some money, please. Somebody in chat just says, Oh, guys, I wish you could see this. I'll send a picture. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, man. Sorry, sorry. Back to it. Am I still in frame? You are. No, I'm just kneeling. Hello. It's all part of the plan. We meant to do that. So apparently this chair is made out of fiberglass. I just found out. There's a lot of fiberglass on my floor Someone's going to have an itch ass. I'm sending it to the Discord because like somebody else needs to see this. My butt's really itchy. Oh, my God. Vacuum that as soon as you can. Donate okay. chair. Alright. All right. Oh. I think the real question that needs to be asked here is David. Yes. Can you tell me what like workout plan for the squats that caused your uh, junk to do that much damage? <laughs> well, like, I'm so trying to get titanium buns as well. Help help me uh, out. The workout is uh, just playing a lot of Elden Ring sitting on my hand. Oh. There you go. Uh, Clenching and, nice and, and unclenching every time. You have <laughs> yeah, to there you go. <laughs> this all day. <laughs> oh, but man. I feel like whatever your fire playlist is for uh, working out. I have, yeah. a, I have a, a, a arcane playlist for working out. It's pretty sweet. Anyway, pretty sorry. Good. I was uh, I was gonna say that it was it was uh, solely because you know it's a charity event so oh, <laughs> oh, dang. I like that one. Was it was it a that one. <laughs> I just got pushed for your pun, Luna. That's only because you are in uh, in in pushing radius, and I am a state north of you guys, so. I'm yeah. still safe. Uh, thank you very much, Anonymous, for the $25 donation. Thank you, Anonymous. Guys, we're just $15 away from $200. Just saying. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, be nice if we could hit that before the end of the night. Just, just nice. saying, chat. Um, all right. How, how far away are we? We, well, from the full goal, we're still, like, a lot. 
But uh, if we get another $15, we'll hit 200 And I plan on leaving the, the um, link open for, like, another week. So um, That's pretty good. Yeah. $15. It's not bad, chat. Come on. We can do that. Yeah. Come on, chat. Let's go chat. Um, all right. So while we, uh, while we uh, sit on the, no pun intended, um, uh, on the, uh, <laughs> on the wait for our last hot sauce, uh, we got a question from Ty and Ty would like to know what was your least favorite moment from a TTRPG and how could it have been fixed? That's a good question, Ty. I will start on that one. And least favorite, it was a cyclical conversation. Mm. And so the DM had an idea of what was supposed to be happening, knew what the character's background was, and wanted to play that. But unfortunately, because of the way that it was being played, we as players didn't have, we were not armed with enough information to understand what was going on or to be able to move ahead. And so we spent a considerable amount of time basically redressing the same questions over and over and redressing the same situation over and over again to the point that... Um, it became extremely frustrating to the point of anger at the table uh, for what that was. And to, ask, to answer the second part of that situation, uh, in making sure that, number one, your players, whether in character or out of character, are arm armed with enough information to know at least where to go to break out of where they are. Yes. Don't leave them in a hopeless situation or the hopeless loop of where they were. Um, and so now the table rule is if at any point we start moving into that type of same situation, it's, hey, let's lift the veil, find out what's going on, and then get back into it so that we can move forward without getting that frustration. And I think that's important for any DM is to know just when you're taking a trait, a personality quirk, a, a something just a little too far with your tape. There's a little piggyback rule that we kind of had in fiction writing that I think translates great to tabletop for that exact same thing is obfuscation is not mystery, right? Something can be a mystery to you and you're not sure exactly what's happening but if you have no clue what's going on if it's behind layer after layer of questions that are unanswered no one knows what's happening and it's so frustrating 100 percent. yeah i think similarly i played in a game where i it was a pre-written adventure path for pathfinder first edition and apparently it's actually written in the adventure path that like the players will be confused um and that you are supposed to be not misleading them but it is supposed to be confusing for the players and i remember the game that i was playing we all had a conversation with the dm because on top of it being a game that we were playing it was a streamed game that we were playing and we were all I don't know if it was visibly frustrated, but we were all very feeling very frustrated by the whole thing. And 
we talked to the DM and the DM was just like, well, that's the way it's written. And it says that you're supposed to be frustrated by the whole thing. And we were like, but it's not fun now. You know, mm. this is not enjoyable for us. We're not having fun with it anymore. Um, you know, and basically he's just like, well, too bad because it's written to be confusing. And so you're just, you're supposed to be confused by the whole thing. And it's like, oh, you know, I mean, if your players are telling you that it's confusing, they don't know where to go, they need help, and they're not having fun because it's confusing, something needs to change. Um, whether you're using a pre-written adventure path that says this is a confusing part or not, you know, if you're not having fun, why do it? <laughs> so. You can always talk out of game as players. Like, right. Anytime that happens. Yeah. Um, to, to jump off of your Pathfinder, it's a perfect segue. I was in a game with a friend of a friend who was running us in a Pathfinder game, and I had a very interesting idea for a character that specialized in using a chain weapon, a spike chain that could trip, disarm, do all kinds of flourishes, interesting things like that. I was so excited because it was my first time playing Pathfinders, anything but a massive tank. I was playing this super interesting rogue that could do all these little maneuvers. It was exciting. And my DM spent uh, nine weeks of weekly games making us fight plant monsters, spiders, ghosts, like all these things that I couldn't trip, disarm, distract, frighten, confuse. None of my moves did anything. None of them took any damage from anything I did. And I was like, hey, Keith, I'll call your ass out. Hey, Keith, <laughs> why would you let me make this character if everything in the game is going to be immune to it? And he was like, well, it's your job to overcome that. <laughs> and that's when I learned about a combative DM. <laughs> that's all that it was. It wasn't something I did. It was all on his part. And for those nine weeks, I never broached the subject because I always assumed that it would lighten up that it would happen we would have the bandits come into camp and then i'd get to really shine that sort of thing mm -hmm. but i think it's it can be important if you get that feeling probably after two or three sessions and it starts to needle at you just say something just speak up immediately get the gauge of the situation figure out what's going on so that you can adjust before you get in a situation i was put in where i was so mad <laughs> i didn't talk to keith again like oh. you know it, it can it can devolve if you put it off and put it off. So it's better to just talk about it up front, get it out of the way, and set those expectations as early as possible, mm. which is why session zeros are so great currently in our communities. Well, I think I think you, you're touching on something. Well, you're saying something that I super agree with. Like just communication across the board. Like even if you, even if you have to stop mid game, like everyone all right, everyone's having fun. And notice you're not. I notice you're looking at your phone a whole lot. Or notice you're not super engaged with this what's going on how can we make this better because i get like we're kind of what you said combative dms like i i don't necessarily jive with dms that if where, where it feels like they're against the it's like it's like the players versus the dm which like n again n nothing wrong with that if that's the style you want to play and that's the, the style your your table wants to play mm -hmm. that's if you've all talked about that and you've communicated that that's totally good but like i feel like you just get so much more fun and better and more memorable results if you're all on the same team and all working towards the same goal. And that, that doesn't have to be the DMs taking it easy on you. It's just mm -hmm. like, we're telling the story together and it's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, trip the spider. 
it might not be the way the rules are written, but like if that'll make you have a more better time, um, wow, if that'll make you have a better time, uh, absolutely, let's let's make that happen. So I, yeah, that's I, I I resonate with what you're saying, uh, JD. That's cool. I feel like to piggyback off of that, like the just like the having conversations and like opening it up, like session zero and things like that. <clears throat> for me personally, uh, just because <clears throat> in real life I'm a bunch of things that are very. Um, fun and therefore just like naturally bring me into like low-key kind of controversy um i usually if i have a session zero with a dm like one of my main things is like if it involves me please just like anything that's gonna be like hate charged racially charged like super like because i've had a like it's only happened i want to say a couple of times but i think the least fun I've ever had in D&D is when somebody, whether it be a character or the DM, uh, decides that they're like, oh, we're gonna have a, like, a super, like, super racist character, but it's fine, because they're like, they're only, like, it's magic people racist against other magic people, and I'm like, Mm. I already lift that. I'm good. Like, that's my real-life experience. I I am an escapist by nature. Mm. Like, that's why I started, that's why I fell in love with D&D, is because I get to not live my everyday life in D and D, yeah. So, like, for me, like having those conversations beforehand, having those session zeros, being able to tell your DM and honestly your fellow players, like, hey, if you want to do this sort of scenario and you want to do this situation, fine, fair enough. Like, very cool. It's cool that you want to explore those sorts of things. Maybe you need that in your personal life, and you need to be able to play that out because, like we talked about earlier, sometimes D and D can be very therapeutic. Mm. But it's just not my it's not my type of thing, because um, I already experienced it in real life. So uh, a lot of times, like I'll just straight up tell my DM, like, "Hey, if you're gonna do it, pick somebody else. Don't let it be me. Because if you let it be me, like you're gonna get a lot of my very like I keep it light and fluffy and cute until it comes to that kind of stuff, and then like you'll get my real life aggression. And it's just it's not, in my opinion, it's not very fun when you have to get like a little bit a step up above sassy is is not really fun for anybody so i think like those conversations are really 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 important i think that some especially newer people who are newer to D definitely need to have those sit downs and talks and conversations and communicate those sorts of things in Absolutely. order to have the time possible and sorry just to piggyback off that a little bit more i think I, I mostly dm dms can also have opinions in that they can have things that they don't want to do mm-hmm. like like, there was one time, for example, there was a, um, somebody was playing a tiefling in one of my games, and I, I like, listen, I try to keep it very calm, very cool, like, everyone's all loved, and after the, after the session, the, one of the players came up to me, who will rena- remain unnamed, and was like, yo, I just kind of feel like you should be a little more hateful to this tiefling, because, like, the book says tieflings are, like, hated, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm not gonna do that, like, that's not... That's not going to be something that we do in these games. If you want to find that, like, go to a different DM. That's not going to be... So, yeah, basically, DMs can have opinions on that, too. So don't feel like you have to... I don't know. Just don't... Yeah, speak up. Everybody speak up. Communication is key. Yeah, it's key. That's true in real life as well as in-game. Yeah. Communicate your needs. There's so few problems mm-hmm. that can't be solved by good communication. Yeah. It's still the best problem-solving tool. Absolutely. So and speaking of communication, I would like to communicate my thanks to Bat Duck for his $20 donation, which put us over Let's the Let's go, Bat Duck! <laughs> okay. So, 
Yes, so thank you, Bad Duck. Uh, super appreciate it. That put us at $205 raised tonight, so that's exciting. Um, we are just about out of time, so I think we have one right. more hot sauce that we need to s torture ourselves with. So what I was thinking, hold on, before everybody starts pouring and biting, I was thinking about this, and what if we do our outros immediately after yes. taking our hit? Okay. <laughs> In Antarctica. Oh my God, what have I done to deserve this hot sauce? That's it. That's the one. All right. So, with that said, we're going to go around one last time, have everybody uh, do, do a little blurb about again who you are and where we can find you on the internet. And, and uh, if you have anything that you want to promote, anything coming up, um, all of that good stuff, please feel free to do that now. Um, we're going to go in the reverse order of when we started. So, Wolfie and Mara, we're going to start with you. <laughs> well, I, I just dabbed the plate. I'm going to see. <laughs> Mara will go ahead and uh, dip. She's dipping now. This is the only one I didn't try. Oh, oh my God. It's very hot. Okay. Wow. <laughs> if you don't think Whoa. you can take it, don't it's, do it. She's going to do this one. If she's doing that. I am 2012 Wolf's Blood or Wolf's Blood 2012, depending on where you're going to find me at. I am a moderator here on uh, Gamer Mom Luna's channel. I also play a Thursday night game over on Atomic Zero. That's twitch.tv forward slash Atomic Zero, uh, where we are playing uh, Esper Genesis. And I am playing Teeley, who is a very large individual who loves diplomacy of the percussive variety. <laughs> it was not that bad actually <laughs> wow not... have a lot found our tank yeah right <laughs> um well wolf's blood and uh mara thank you so much for coming and hanging out tonight wolf's blood thank you for your efforts in putting together our list of hot sauces uh if Anybody is interested in trying any of the hot sauces that we have had tonight? Exclamation point hot. We'll pull it up in chat. I've also dropped the list in my Discord server uh, in the food channel. So feel free to grab it there if you would like. Um, you too can order yourself some ass in Antarctica. <laughs> so far. She's going back for seconds. Wow. So, so there you go. That's, that's saying something. All right. So um, far they've all been much more flavor over heat. Just... Just disclaimer yeah, forever. They really have yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um and uh so David, we'll go to you next. Okay. Let me get my sauce down. I got I don't know if you guys can see there's a lot on there. I'm gonna try There's to, an absurd amount on there, honestly. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Woo! We're good. Ooh. Mm, okay. I, I'm the Dungeon Master for From Afar Podcast. We have, we're, we do bi-weekly D&D um, podcast shows. Listen to them. Uh, we have Twitch things that we do on days of the week. Listen to those, too. Um, uh, did I say everything? <laughs> Woo! No, David, I heard you're playing in a one-shot next Saturday. <laughs> I am playing in a one-shot next Saturday with the, the lovely and always amazing Gamer Mom Luna and a lot of other folks. It's a murder mystery in Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I think the mystery has been solved. <clears throat> <laughs> this one was real hot. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so scared. That's all good. And, uh, <clears throat> well, Lisa, it's your turn next. <laughs> Do it. 
Take it away. Take it away, Lisa. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm gonna you, you, you fan yourself. Oh, you fan man. yourself for now. I'm Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go, guys. Okay, let's go, guys. Safety squints. That's a good dab, mm. too. Oh, oh no. Oh, that face. Yeah. Oh. As soon as that face happened, everything paused, and I just heard a voice go, it was at that moment. She knew. <laughs> She she oh, God. oh, this is fucking awful. Oh, my God. No, get it. We're good. Everything's okay. Okay, hi. <laughs> my throat. Hi, I'm Lisa. Um, Lisa Lisa on Twitch. I do... I touched my face. <laughs> oh my god. It hurts. <laughs> I do uh, streaming. I do mostly gaming streaming. Um, but I also, big D&D nerd, as you can probably see. Really love it. So if you ever want somebody to... <sighs> There's milk out there. If you, <laughs> if you ever want somebody to like play with you, like I really like D&D &D and I like to play, so if you ever need to... <laughs> hit me up. And, uh, and, and Lisa's also super fun to play Jackbox games with, just saying. Oh my god, actually, I was gonna ask you about that. I really want to do that soon. I know. I'm like, oh, we need to do that again. Oh. Super fun. Oh, okay. Super fun. We'll, we'll plan a night. Um, so yeah, uh, it's Lisa Lisa on Twitch. Um, I, I have other things, but I don't really like people finding me. Uh, <laughs> it's that nerd Lisa on Twitter, and it's L-Y-S-S-A, not L-I-S-A, <laughs> for funsies. Um... Thank you for having me, Luna. This is great. I'm probably going to go throw up after this, but it's fine. <laughs> probably not recommended with hot sauce, but there you go. No. Oh. Thanks for coming to hang out, uh, JB. JB, <laughs> take it away. Push, JB. Hi, everybody. I'm JB. <laughs> Turn them to drop the die. So I'm going to give you tasting notes as I try this. <laughs> It's got a really heavy vinegar cut to it. The peppers are more forward, uh, like our peri-peri sauce is more the back of the throat sort of thing. But it's pretty good. It's got a little bit of that, that gasoline fake quality that capsaicin can bring, but it's not so much that it's gross. It actually tastes pretty good. I am a tabletop RPG author, editor, layout artist, entertainer, and all that kind of stuff, and I do this full-time. So if you want to kind of mingle with me, see how I'm going to be making tabletop games in the coming year, head over and find me on Twitter, at DropTheDie, or you can go to DropTheDie.com, where I have a lot of articles and reviews and links to all the products I've been on, as well as my rates and all that kind of stuff. It's a good hub for where to find me. The one show that I want to plug is... We just started out. We had our first session two weeks ago. This Wednesday, you can catch me and several other wonderful people in the tabletop sphere on the Venture Maidens Twitch channel or the Venture Maidens on YouTube, where we're going to be playing Gilded Shadows, an urban shadows game. And I am playing an immortal who is a rich, rich man amongst all these people who are kind of scraping by. It's a really weird dynamic when they're asking me for favors. But I absolutely love it, and the whole cast is completely killer. You should come and check it out and say hello at the very least, or follow the Venture Maidens, because a lot of their stuff is fantastic. And having 
all of you mingle in with the venture maidens when I weasel my way in would be fantastic as well. I want to I wanna try and help them get this huge roster of guests on, and I'm trying so hard for that to happen this year. JB, if you mm-hmm. ever... I, I've been following and listening to the Venture Maidens for years. I would love to let them know I love them. That's it. Uh, Sage. <laughs> Sage. Sage, David right. loves you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, poor Pops David. Over here. It's all good. Ah, awesome. Well, uh, JB, thank you so much. It was super great to have you on and get to know you a little bit more. And um, yeah, good luck with the with that um, with that new adventure. That sounds like it's going to be awesome. Um, And uh, bees. Here we go. Here we go. Get me a good old. I'm gonna soak it on both sides. Bees, that's such a bad idea. So we're gonna both sides. There's no, there's no escape now. Like your top, your mouth will hurt too. I can feel it in my teeth. It's got a, it's got a great creeping quality to it. Like really, really rounded. <laughs> so that, that is it so far. But not enough for y'all being so awesome. Give yourself a few oh. shakes. Oh, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Oh, there boy. we go. There we go. Get it. Oh, get it on there. He's all in. Nice, Look at nice that. And, oh, look at that. Wow. Mm. There we go. Tier. All right, luck, so, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> have mistakes the eyebrow the <laughs> lift. <laughs> <laughs> it's matching your shirt, dude. Uh, I mean, uh, uh shit. <laughs> 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 the H sound hurts. <clears throat> Don't touch your face. <laughs> 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 Alright, um, hey everybody, oh that hurts, hey everybody, I'm Big B's, your uh, friendly neighborhood, Harbinger of Hype, oh why did I have to put that, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm your all around uh, jack of all trades, I do uh, uh, variety streams, TCRPG stuff, uh, I DM pixel art game development, uh, so, many, so many fucking things. <laughs> um, huh. This is great. Uh, you can see me on uh, Twitch here huh, at uh, big underscore bees, which is great because speaking of which, I will be uh, huh. I will be doing a stream tomorrow. It's my birthday. Tomorrow's my birthday. I'm doing a birthday stream, oh, and thank you. Hey, and, oh my god, it's lava. The spit's lava. Uh, <laughs> I'm good, though. I literally feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, it's just, I wouldn't, I, I, yeah, I'm good. So, huh. Um, I forgot everything else I was saying. Birthday stream tomorrow, starting at noon EST. I'm going to be playing probably through uh, Bioshock. Because I never got a chance to play any of the games. Um for like most of the day and then at night I'm going to do horror game like multiplayer horror games like Phasma or Devour or something like that Ooh. so if anybody wants to jump in at that time feel free to I always love playing with uh, other people um thank you Jason oh ha huh. I'm trying to think what else there is um oh please listen to uh uh <laughs> campaign skyjacks uh, it's a phenomenal show. Um, I uh, was was just recently uh, 
as to a, a, a appear, uh, appear as a guest in one of the arcs as one of the main characters' dads. Super fucking fantastic time. Check it out. Love the podcast. Been listening to it for a while. Catch me Saturdays on RF Chaos for the Unremarkables, where I am just the most emotional uh, nuclear bomb uh, out there. Um, trying to think if there is anything else. I can't remember because there's stuff I'm waiting to come out. But when that comes out, check it out. Uh, Twitch is big underscore bees. Everything else out there is biggest underscore bees. It's because you're bigger on Twitter than you are on Twitch. Is that the thing? Well, see, I just had to uh, like on Twitch. I know I'm the biggest bees. So I just put big bees out there. I'm sure that's a greater, wider uh, stretch of the Internet. So I just assume that there is a bigger bees. So I just need to intimidate them to let them think that I'm the biggest bees <laughs> in case they're bigger than me. So that way I still retain the title. That's true. Okay. Good call. All right. Why did I do that with this? Ah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh, Luna. Oh, no. Oh, Luna. Luna's about oh, to Luna. die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I oh, Luna, come back! Oh, holy crap! It's so hot. It's so I'm hot. Really, I'm pretty I'm sure melting. I just felt my body temperature rise about 20 degrees. I literally—it feels like my head is like living like up here right now. Oh my god! It's great for your drink that milk. Though. Drink that milk. Chug, chug, oh. chug! Holy crap! Oh shoot! Sorry. <laughs> Everyone's falling apart over here. Mm. You got it, Luna. Nope. Okay. I am Gamer Mom Luna. This has been Tales from the Tavern. We are back with season four. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you all so much to all of our contributors who donated to our fundraiser for tonight. Um, we Thank will so be much. leaving the link open for another week. We raised two hundred and five dollars tonight. I'm going to leave the link open so you'll see me put it up on Twitter over the week. Please uh, retweet, share with your friends. Uh, I would love to see us hit that $500 goal by next Sunday. Um, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll turn next Saturday night's one shot into a, into a fundraiser part two. Um, next Saturday night, you can catch David and I playing in the Baldur's Gate one shot murder mystery. Um, that is going to be DM'd by Midwest Miniature Guy. And... Uh, mm. Yeah, that's burning the lips now. Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Um, yeah, and uh, anyway, we're back um, back for season four. Uh, we'll be going through the entire month of June, taking off the weekend of 4th of July weekend because the following weekend we'll be gearing up for our next fundraiser, um, the Extra Life Charity Stream Weekend Extravaganza, which David will be back for that also. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it'll be good. All right. Uh, we are going to kick off a raid. Speaking of Midwest Miniature Guy, we are going to go over and raid his channel. Let's go. Thanks, chat. Thanks. He's painting. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go say hi to him. And uh, we will catch you all on hopefully on Saturday. But if not on Saturday, we'll be back again on Sunday. Have a great evening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Tales from the Tavern. You can catch this podcast recorded live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv forward slash GamerMomLuna. 
All of our questions come directly from chat, so we never really know what to expect when we go live. If you ever have a question or would like to add something to the conversation, feel free to reach out on Twitter at GamerMomLuna and use the hashtag TFTT. You may just get to hear it answered. Thanks so much. I should go.